in Patty's Playhouse. Welcome back to 2018. Feels good. I love the even years. I love even years. And I love that I've found another person that enjoys even years as much as I do. I don't know why. (laughs) I was born in an odd year. Were you born in an odd year? No, I was born in an even year. I don't know why. 96. I just think odd years are just... They're great. And then maybe they're because there's no election. It's gonna no. There's lots of elections. <laughs> like not year. major. Yeah, that's true. The ones that do affect our daily lives are this year. That's true. That they is do affect true. our daily lives. But I'm saying in odd years, there's really no. Yeah, that is true. No major election. Hmm. No. So hmm. tell everybody where you were. Well, I just got back. What was it? Tuesday night from the land down under in Australia. So it was really good. Spent a couple of weeks there for Christmas and New Year and got to actually enjoy uh, my my grandparents' property and, and experience summertime over there for the first time, which was something I'd always wanted to do because I normally go when it's wintertime over there and it's summertime over here. Mm-hmm. So it was very, very different the way that everything operated and how everybody lived their lives when it's not 30 degrees outside. How are your 2017 hours of flights? Like oh. a, a thousand hundred hours. Oh man, it was a big one. It was <laughs> those trips, those flights are, are absolutely insane. Fifteen. Were you hours. in the middle? Were you in the middle seat? No, 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 no. I put my <laughs> sister there. <laughs> we had two seats. And did you have all the unlimited alcohol when you got on? Oh, for sure. <laughs> what is it, Kwanzaa? Was it Quan? What's the Qantas? Quantas. No, I actually, <laughs> I actually flew Air New Zealand. Did you fly Kwanzaa? No, I flew Air New Zealand this time. Air New really Zealand, nice, really nice, actually. I've never it? flown with them before. Yeah. Are the air or the the airline what do they call them? Flight attendants the flight beautiful. Atten- yeah, oh, gorgeous. Were they? Yes, the French man was absolutely beautiful. <laughs> the French man. You had only was it only men? No, there was a couple of guys for sure. Did they but, give you blankets and warm towels. Of course. Get on, you get a warm towel, you get to rub your face and they're like, "Here's this for the next 15 hours." And you're like, "All right." 15 hunker hours. Down, hunker down. Oh I watched a lot of really good movies. Though. I can't even judge. My Christmas break was horrific. So I can't even <laughs> I sat and cried a good you, portion of the return home. Seems like you brought a bit, bit of a bug oh down with you. Oh my goodness. Well, everybody was sick. We know who patient zero is. So we'll just leave them to be anonymous. Do you think there should be a family rule set up that patient zero just gets ganged up on when everyone else is I think is, is, she generally does. I think it's pretty much how it works. Anyway, but so I was telling John, the radio executive, we I was at a farm and Grandpa Lynn is the head farmer and he said Saturday night in passing, it's going to be bad tonight. And Molly, my daughter, is downplaying it. She's like, it's not going to be bad. It's fine. It's supposed to be flurries. Always listen to the farmer <laughs> because can, Sunday morning we get up and it is icy and snowy and Oof. I got to go. Oh, like, I'm going to, to Tallahassee. Oh, I'm leaving. Wow. And I should have left Saturday night when I heard Grandpa Lynn say it. Yeah. I, you know, I had that mom twinge. That gut Do you want to be with the grandchildren? Right. I should have left. I should have left. It took me eight hours to drive what it normally would be a three hour trip. Oh, wow. And part of it, I was just me crying. Just crying. <laughs> well, I have my I have my husband's Lincoln MKS, but the tires aren't. Of course, yeah. Oh, it, it says all weather, but it's not northern weather, right? And my wind, the jets on the windshield wipers froze. Oh wow! For twenty eight hours, <laughs> and they froze. I think they're still frozen. That's insane. Because we don't have wiper fluid that's minus thirty degrees, right? For thirty degrees or lower. It was how cold? It was two. Two degrees? Yeah. Oh, 
Jeez. But people were driving it like they were champs, not me. No. I was going, I was that person going 19 <laughs> miles an hour. But oh. you drive through just to get to 81 took hours. Wow. That's incredible. Because, I mean, even here, you know, the earlier part of this week, we had 0.1 inches of snow fall. <laughs> it and, was measurable. But, but the thing is, is, is a lot of the problem with that is that even though it, it didn't stick, so it just melted and froze to the ground. And people don't know how to drive through that here. Well, that's, that's something and, that we don't have to deal with. cars aren't prepared for it. Yeah, so exactly. I was mocking openly. <laughs> Who knew how political comments would be about <laughs> precipitation you know because somebody wrote that al gore is dead or should die or and people like are like you're i'm unblocking you because you're anti al i'm like are you where's the, where's like the global point, warming now al like, it's what cold did you say the precipitation was 0.01 i think point? it was 0.1 inches of snow accumulation and people are like blocking lifelong friends <laughs> over it this is hilarious oh that is but good. we did stay in because i'm not crazy i mean it, the bridges do freeze. They first. do. Yeah. And the buses are not prepared. Well, they shut off, what, 60, There's no 60 miles here. of I 10 yesterday? Yeah. <laughs> I wish they'd have shut down 81. That would have been good. It was. But watching these trucks, and I mean, people just, I guess they're more experienced and better prepared than I am. I thought I could drive in snow, but. Well, you wonder why there's like 350 car pileups up there sometimes. Right? 75. <laughs> I think there I was, you go. And then when it was clear, we'd stop in Rockville, Maryland for the night, and it was clear, but mm. I was so traumatized <laughs> that even in the morning, I was like, up, oh, see, everything was just. Well, what they're getting tension. now, what they're getting now up there. Yeah, I left right at the right time. What is it time. called? A bomb? So it's that, a nor'easter. Well, it's a nor'eastern, but there's some specific like know. force. It's like a bomb storm or something like that, <laughs> that, they're, that they're calling it. It's like going to be negative 10 degrees across the eastern seaboard and just. Yeah. You can't cut enough wood, man. No, That's geez. what she said. But you can't cut enough wood. <laughs> you can't. And I didn't even really drink. Yeah. Wow. I mean, if I drank, I can not say the same. Excuse. I, I know you said. We'll talk same. about that later. Later, that's so funny. Well, this is Patty Wilson and Patty's Playhouse, and we have a special guest today, Terry Madigan, who also has a show on Freedom ninety three. We'll talk about that in a little bit. But I wanted him to come on and talk about the law, the law, the law He's for two thousand and eighteen. <laughs> so here we talk about real estate. The show's anchored in real estate and lifestyle, and in Tallahassee, and it was so fun to go up because I spent a night in Harrisburg, where I'm from, and met with some high school grade school friends. And lifelong friends. I mean, friends since I, since I was five. Right. And they listened to the show. Oh, that's great. It was just so funny. And they asked questions. And <laughs> it was just so fun to to know that people do listen. Yeah, definitely. And ask me questions from the show. So it's, that was a good experience. And even up in New York, we had that as well. So Molly, my daughter, of course, shares it. And when I talk about, like, Red Cat and White Cat, I brought some home. Oh, so you you'll did? have to have oh, some. Oh, yes, I will. So I'll have a pink kitty. Pink kitty. And that was too early today to bring it. But yeah. next week, if we do in the afternoon, we'll have some pink kitty. We'll schedule which that. Which is the Red Cat and the White Cat mix. Exactly. It was delicious. Mm. Yeah. It was. And that's really only, I don't think I drank. Well, I'm on keto. So well, you're not I'm even really, that big of a drinker anyway. No, but you're, I can have sipper. red wine. Sipper. I can have wine because it's only three carbs. You can have vodka. Vodka, vodka really doesn't have any carbs. That gives me a headache. It does. It doesn't have any, but you have to mix it. You can't just like have just vodka. Just drink it straight. Just martinis oh, all day long. It'll be God. beautiful. <laughs> no, but I would like to try Rob Roy. I watched a TV show and they talked about Rob Roy's, mm. which is, it's like a Manhattan, but with whiskey okay. instead of bourbon. Gotcha. And vermouth. vermouth. That's pretty much it. 
That's <laughs> pretty much all. Some bitters, maybe, but yeah. that's pretty much all it is. So, no, I didn't really drink. That's good. good didn't really it. eat because I'm on keto. How's that going? 16 pounds down. Oh, wow. Oh, I lost a chin. Nice. I knew when I was losing weight when this chin went away. <laughs> my daughter's like, you lost a chin. I live Molly. I don't know. lost a chin. I don't have a scale because I threw it, but it I doesn't did, work anymore. I did keto back when I was in 10th grade, and I lost 63 pounds in 12 weeks. No, I'm not going to lose that much. But it works. That stuff works. It does work. Because it thinks your body's starving, so it just eats you. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> that's, know, that's exactly what I it is. A, I have a cold, obviously, and do I you have the you little, can't have any carbs. Do you have the little pea strips? Cold. No, I don't need them. I can tell. I can tell. I'm a nurse. I can. You can smell it. Interesting. You can smell the it's keto. Nice, nice fact. Ketone in, in your breath. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. I'm I'm all about it. Yeah, no. it's And it, my daughter's like, you're so boring when you come up and you're on a diet. Well, I was not boring. You picked a very interesting time to start a diet. Well, I, once I had that chin, <laughs> yeah. I was losing that chin. Yeah, you were like, no, no. No. no and no. it does kind of just burn its own fat. It does. And eat yourself away. Yeah, that's exactly what ketosis <laughs> drink does. Drink fluids. Yep. Dr. Fenn would say, you have to drink your fluids. Keep you got to keep the kidneys running. <laughs> and some probiotics for your bowels. Oh, but other man. than that, <laughs> you're good. <laughs> Dude, it feels so good though. You have clarity. Of course, it feels good. And when you, and especially when you start seeing those results, it's the weight well, starts stacking keto up. You start flu. feeling better. They call it keto flu, where okay. I was very sore because the glycogen, which is the glucose, leaves your body. Interesting. And there's things that you can do to offset it, but I didn't want to slow it down. I wanted that chin gone. Yeah. Now the chin's gone. Now the chin. We gone. just had headshots, and I told Scott in the office, like, guess what? We're getting more. We're getting those headshots. I look like. Do you remember? Oh, what was that? The Scottish guy. No, I'm not going to be able to remember his name. I'll have to look at it at the break. It's Patty Wilson and Patty's Playhouse, 850-656-0009. Peter, this fat Scottish guy with his kilt. He was... Fat bastard? Yeah. That's what it felt like <laughs> in my skin. Yep. The that was baby. It. The we'll other white meat. we Terry Madigan. <laughs> He's a voice of freedom today, regular, with the Freedom Matters discussion. It's Terry Madigan, Madigan Law Firm, PL Offices, Tallahassee. <laughs> People hey. laugh, but I like to say it. I like to say the whole like legal thing. Hey, Terry. Good Good morning. I'm happy to be here. Thank, thank you thank for you coming on. There, you know? Of course. Office, it is a good offices, point. Tallahassee. Office. Office. Offices. Cubicle. Park Street. <laughs> Cubicle. Is it 15 East Park? 215 Tharp. East Tharp Street. Do you like being on Tharp? Yeah. Do you have to back out? You have to back out? Yeah. Do you have a circle driveway? You don't have to back out. Oh, no. It's not a circle driveway. I've just got a big steep hill that from coming from my parking lot up onto Tharp Street. Okay. That's not so bad. Which... 
Fortunately, it didn't ice over yesterday. That is <laughs> it would have thawed thing. by one. Which would have been worse seeing how my heat was out yesterday and the day before. Oh, wow. At your home or at, your office? At my office. Oh, they picked yeah. a great yeah, day to do that. coldest day. It, it got it working about one thirty yesterday afternoon. Like, do you have you gas, propane, morning? or electric? It's, uh, it's gas. Gas heat. Interesting. So what was wrong with it? Motor burned out. A couple other pieces. For, very few. Yeah. Fortunately, it was all under warranty, but you know, it was, uh, they had... they. It was a busy day Tuesday for everybody in the air conditioning heating business. Oh, I'm sure. I got into the office and it was 49 degrees. So they they get out there by the end of the day and say, well, we got to get a part. Like, no. Are you from here? Yes, I'm from here. So you're old Tallahassee. So so I know how to deal with the cold, you know? Yeah, you do. (laughs) I think a lot of people after this latest cold snap are are really going to be heeding the advice of a lot of electric companies and saying, maybe you should do that regular checkup because I'm sure a lot of people went to turn the heat on. I'm sure a a lot of people went to turn the heat on and went, well, that doesn't work. Capacitors in the summer, it still goes. But there's very few parts. It's pretty, it's like a dryer. Right. There's very few parts. But when it goes, it goes. I go down there, look at it and, you know, kind of behind it and whatnot very well. (laughs) There, you gonna, nothing looks like i can handle it here you know, wasn't making any noise the fuses weren't blown so you know at least right, you checked them t- time to call yep wow yeah because it was chilly for y'all here oh, it wasn't chilly for me it was chilly for y'all i mean anything under freezing that, that's that's come on that's pretty cold yeah, like regardless you're, you're of where you're from like, yeah well i see it's good being it's been good for the last week because i haven't had my roommates in town so uh-huh. i'm not turning on the heat in my house <laughs> I'm not going to do it. It's expensive, and it's just something that I personally don't need. But How I woke cold up did it get? 47 degrees oh, see, in my house, in house. In, this morning it was when I woke up. You're lucky you don't sound like me. But, you know, you, you bundle up and, yeah, you know, get yourself put, get some sweatpants, space heater maybe. And sweatpants okay. and a blanket, and yeah. you're all good. We don't need any of that Your heat. Your ears get cold. <laughs> it's not like, what, negative two that, what was that, the newspaper yesterday? Yeah, that where I to? drove through the yeah. Middle Earth. Well, here it in Tallahassee, most... I think that was the record in 1899. Wow. Like, now that's cold. Too now, that, too that is, like, I don't care where you're from, that's cold. Yeah. It is cold. We used to, when well, I was in the service, warming, we had, coming. when I was in the service, <laughs> we had change. to march. We could march up to minus 49 degrees, but it hit minus 50, we couldn't march. Like, that was the, the limit in the military. <sighs> yeah, I think you, you got to draw a limit somewhere. <laughs> Minus, minus 50 is going to be that limit and that Jeez. didn't include the wind chill because we were in chanute we were in rantoul illinois which is very flat like this dusk Jeez. so i really don't it's cold doesn't bother me as much as it does other people driving in it in the ice that's sketchy yeah so i understood that the school's closed they don't have heaters and that's kind of gross so terry what kind of law do you practice i'm a general practitioner i do uh lots of interesting stuff but i do uh, uh quite a bit of uh what we call estate planning it's a fancy way of saying you know, do uh-huh. wills and trusts and planning for things uh i do a good bit of real estate related law i, I don't do closings you know there's there's a lot of attorneys in towns and title companies uh-huh. do actual closings but i i get involved in a lot of real estate transactions as far as uh you know negotiating the contracts is it more uh, commercial some, sometimes or when things res- go wrong i get involved in it after the fact commercial or residential both more more commercial i mean most residential you know issues you know people are able to handle through their realtors and title companies and whatnot unless something goes wrong uh or you've got some you know unique financing or something that you need to have do you handle a set of eyes on do you see a lot of for sale by owners come Uh, through yeah i i see those you know and i'll I'll sometimes i'll help folks 
you know, with their contracts on the, you know, the the FISBOs because, um, first, you know, it, FISBO is a for sale by owner. Yeah, for sale by owner. Yeah, uh, you know, which makes sense for some people, but it's also there's a tendency to you, you screw up a contract. It's it's costs a lot more to fix it after the fact. And that's why if we do speak to someone and they decide for sale by owner, we do tell them please have an attorney in your pocket. Yeah. Because yeah, no, I, I agree, and I, I've looked at a number of you know folks, and again, and understand that people think they're they're going to save money, but you know, don't save it at the expense of getting yourself stuck at the end. And how much? What's saving? You know, you have to think your time. You have to think of general liability, mm-hmm. and you have to think of just your own life. And what do you? This is your. You only have one house typically, and you're going to do it for sale by owner, and you don't know the contract, you don't know the dates, you don't know the limitations. So that's why we always recommend an attorney with for sale by owner. If you're yeah. not gonna I mean, there, you know, and I know it gets tough for realtors if you're involved on the other side of a transaction, you've got somebody doing it on their own because we're you know, non-representation. They, yeah. But they're, they're going to be asking you for advice or something, and you, you can't really, you know, even though you're maybe you, you say you're transactional or whatnot, uh, it, it can get, it get you got to be careful when you do it. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. pe- people do their own wills and trusts too. And, you know, if you know exactly what you're doing and exactly how to do it, you know, a lot of times you can get by. I mean, you know, I, I, you know, I do handiwork around the house. I mean, fortunately, nothing's burned down or whatever. But, you know, sometimes if you've got, you know, complicated situations or have a lot at stake, uh, you're best off to hire professionals to help you with those things. Well, this is Patty Wilson and Patty's Playhouse. And we have Terry Madigan from Madigan Law Firm, PL Office, Tallahassee. And we're talking about real estate and just general law practice in real estate and just some quick tips for people who may want to list their home themselves, which is an option. It's called a for sale by owner. We call it a FISBO is the slang term. And we do, as I, as a realtor and as an appraiser, always suggest if you're not going to use a realtor who is not an attorney, please get an attorney just to protect yourself. For a couple hundred bucks, it will save you. And just to be a little bit proactive because every transaction is different. If you haven't sold a home in 25 years, you don't know if somebody, which we're having a title person on next week, their fence might encroach, pool might encroach. You don't have any. You don't. You don't know what to do. And once it's done, it's done. You don't meet your deadlines. The buyer can pull your escrow. It's done. Sur- surveys report. And I've, I've, it's interesting. I've dealt with a couple issues in the last few years. You know, people have they decided they they could you know because they they knew who they were dealing with to sell or buy the property, so they didn't need a survey. Mm-hmm. You know, well, yeah, I know so and so. He's got that acreage out there and. You know, I just don't need to spend the money on a survey. Mm-hmm. Well, whoops. You know, I know. When, it, when it comes up later, um, it, it can that can be a huge problem. We have one a story. Pay, pay that, the you know, three or $400 pool, for a survey. The pool's on the wrong side of the line. So half the pool is actually on yeah. someone else's property. Pools, oh, really? driveways, fences, you know. Uh, so how would something like that get worked out? They created an easement. Yeah. Okay. So would they have to pay some sort of, of reparation they didn't to the have other to property owner? For, the, for that current owner, because they were really good friends. But in the future, they may have to. Interesting. Wow. Depends yeah. on, it's like a 30-year or 100-year, whatever term they have. But it reduces the value of both properties. Oh, I'm sure. Most definitely, because you're taking... Well, so re- you're taking from one and giving to another. So, it re- But it would still reduce the value of both, even yes. though you added more yes, value? Yes, because it's an atypical lot now. Wow. 
Yeah, your, your lot would be irregular, irre, irregularly configured, and if you ended up having to give a portion of it to somebody else, wow, you know, it, interesting. It creates, yeah, because well, and say that's I'm, why you need a lawyer. Say I'm the person who has <laughs> you put the pool on my lot, mm-hmm. and now I want to sell my house. Well, I have to disclose that this person has an easement, and there's a pool on my lot, and these strangers have the right of way. To walk and do whatever they want and have a party on what appears to be my lot. Yeah, yeah that, to walk that's down not my exactly valuable. To get so, in, in, in yeah. terms of like a, a legal liability, if that part of the pool is on that side of your property, yeah. that you, you know, they could have taken the, it. They could have made you knock it out and move it. Yeah. Wow. So, if someone dies in that pool on that part of the property, would the person? No, because the easement protects them. Okay, but gotcha. I'm not an attorney. Gotcha. Interesting. The easement is what's the protection, right? Well, the easement just basically says if I give you an easement over my piece of property, that gives you a right to use it. Now, when I give you that easement, I'm also going to require an indemnification back for you. You got a right to use it, but if something goes wrong, somebody gets I hurt, take it back. you're responsible for it. Okay. You know, because so I, I, no, I don't want to be responsible can, for you or your friends <clears throat> walking across my lot on an easement that I gave you without you taking that responsibility and they, they can also remove the ability well technically the subrogate to actually come back on me too right yeah i mean okay. it's yeah if so you get yeah, that's uh, again another one that it's a you know it's it's a fixable problem best avoided but don't be doing getting on a your own. survey yeah survey. by a licensed certified surveyor yep <laughs> more with terry this is patty wilson patty's playhouse 850-656-0009 When I wake up in the morning, love And the sunlight hurts my eyes Welcome back. It's Patty Wilson and Patty's Playhouse. This is for all the pseudo-fit people who are hogging up the gym, treadmill, for the next six weeks till Lent starts. And then they're like, screw it, I'm done. Meeting again. Who doesn't love a little Olivia? I was just down in her homeland. I know, Oz. We've got some so real, we had really jump. good talent out of there. We had Jump. I know, the Bee Gees were there for a while. Jump and now Physical, which if you're younger than... Angus, you probably don't even know this song. I do know this song. I met somebody who didn't even know what disco was recently. I just had to leave the room. That's when you just turn your back and go, bye. It's not even a conversation. I had a conversation with someone who didn't like Stevie Wonder. And I was like, There's, <laughs> that's the like- end of our relationship. That's that's it. I'm sorry. It's I can't- not even about Al Gore at that point. <laughs> it's not even a political statement. I was shocked. On the plane, I will tell you, on the plane ride over, they had the documentaries segment of what you could watch. Uh-huh. And literally all of them were like on global warming or global or climate change and i was just like come on come on i don't want to watch an, an, an inconvenient truth this is we're on air, a plane right now air new zealand you flew <laughs> yeah okay well yeah. that's why uh, yeah exactly. so we have terry madigan and madigan law firm pl office tallahassee tharp street on talking about general real estate general practice law but he does some real estate so i asked you in the beginning in our show prep about wills and trusts and there's several types of trusts yep uh, revocable, irrevocable means you can't ever change it. 
I've only ever seen one irrevocable trust. It's, yeah, most people, you know, particularly people that are using it for estate, you know, planning routine. I say routine estate planning would do a revocable trust, which means it, it can be changed as, you know, as circumstances change. Once you die, it doesn't, you can't change it then. Nobody can come in and change it for you. Irrevocable trust is, you know, for more, uh, I call it sophisticated asset protection, estate planning, or you know, if you get into the levels, I mean, of course, now the estate estate tax level is going to go, be going up uh, under the new tax bill. I mean, the exemption for it. Mm-hmm. So if you got multi-millions of dollars, you know. Which is why I wanted you yeah. to come on. If, if you got multi-millions of dollars, you might be looking at irrevocable trust because you can lock things in, protect you know how it's it's treated you know tax wise and whatnot but for 99 percent of us you know it's it doesn't even matter yeah you, you, you're you're like <laughs> you know you're likely not going to need to set up an irrevocable trust for for anything for so wills people. how long if, if i call you and say i need a will how long does it take you to how many meetings preparation what's that like you know it it depends on what you want i mean people always like to say well you know how much does a will cost and I like, asked you that yeah, at the like quarterback's club. How, you know, how much does a car cost? You know, what, what's, what's involved in it? I mean, there, there are certainly, you know, wills that are very straightforward. I leave everything to my wife, period. Okay. That's, that's pretty straightforward. Uh, where things can get more complicated and where you really should have, you know, legal counsel on it is when you're dealing, when you have kids, grandkids or stepkids. Uh, which you I know, have all, you know, you know, you've got, you know, let's say multiple, you know, well, say multiple, you've got your know, second marriage situation, uh, in you and your new spouse, you know, own your current home together, but yet there are minor children still running around of one of the other spouses. Uh, things can get complicated or, or more common is where they don't own the house together. They get married, but you know, spouse you know the husband or whatever brings owned, a house owned a into house a relationship and, yeah, the, yeah the wife you know they're married and they're happily married but it's still in his name he's got minor kids still uh she may have minor kids they may have minor kids uh and the the law i uh you know in fact i, I run a little kind of commercial on the station a little spoof i mean everybody has a will the florida legislature wrote it for you right there is a statute that basically lays out all these different scenarios of you know what if if there's not a will this is what happens well you can really end up with some situations that most people thought about it "Eh, it's not what i want i mean you you don't want to die and leave your house basically in, in some form of a common ownership between your new wife and your minor child who lives with your ex wife uh, you know, it's, it's just generally not a good idea. Uh, but those things, and yeah, you know, there's, you know, the, the, the legislature likes to protect the interests of children, which is you know, generally a good thing, but you know, the way they do it, kind of a one size fits all means, you know, in, in large part, it doesn't fit anybody exactly. Uh, you know, so it's always best to, if you've got, you know, assets and you've got family and you, you care about, you know, who gets what. Um, take the time, spend a little money to to get it done right. You know, we have one who, who you're going to put in charge of making it happen is very important too. I mean, don't don't leave those things to chance. We had one long term customer, and then they decided that four of them were going to go in together and start buying properties, and now they're doing a restaurant. And I told them I can't even help you until you get an attorney. Like I didn't even want to be remotely a part of that because yeah. I would lose four customers. I mean, looking at myself. 
I'm going to lose four customers. And you have four different businesses with four different families, with four different heirs, with four different. No. Yep. It's Patty Wilson and Patty's Playhouse. And we're talking about liability, wills, trust, general real estate. 850-656-0009. I do work with Allison James Estates and Homes. And Terry Madigan's our special guest today. And we really do appreciate it. But that is one thing when I said to them, like, you're getting commercial, you're getting in residential. You need one signatory, two signatories at the most, because at one point it was like five. There were all five had to sign. I, I see those kind of arrangements, you know, somewhat frequently. It's you know, everybody's friends. They own it. Yeah, it scares but, me to death. Yeah, but something happens. You know, you have a fallout between friends or you have a friend who dies and all of a sudden his wife and maybe kids and others become your partners you, you may not work as well with his <laughs> wife you know or, or significant mm-hmm. other or whatever uh when they own a piece of the action and it can get real difficult and i think it's appropriate for someone a real estate agent or someone outside to say hey you might need to go talk to terry you might need to go talk to somebody yep who can advise you better than i'm legally allowed or would because in, in the end, I'm having to testify. Yeah, it doesn't have to be that complicated like to do advanced planning. Both, I mean, partner simple partnership agreements between if we're going to go in together and buy a house or buy an mm-hmm. apartment building, we can put together agreements that basically say who who does what and what happens if something happens to somebody, and then you know, you complement that with your will about who gets. I mean, write a first refusal to buy your interest mm-hmm. in your little real estate venture. Uh, those things are a lot easier and a lot cheaper to address up front than trying to sort it out after you know, you've had a, a falling out of the partnership or somebody's died. You want to stay right. friends, but at least yeah. you have, I think, the will and the trust set you a path. Yep. I mean, it's just like a business plan. It's, it's a just path. business. You know, you protect, and, and it protects not only you, but it protects you know your partners as well. And your family. You don't, you don't know who's going to die first. Exactly. And uh, people do die. People do. You have to I plan, tell every, plan for the what Every time I sure. get a contract, I always still show the home afterwards. And they're like, why are you still showing the house? I tell them that in the beginning with the listing. I'm still going to show you. Why? Because people die. It's flat out. It sounds harsh, but people die. And this is your one asset. You want to sell it. So I, the only way I can get you to your goals is if I keep pushing through to your goals. Right. And one thing to do is the will and estate. And you have to, I was a cancer nurse, so I'm really confident in telling people to have a will. Right. Yeah. Have it. You have to. You have to. You I have guys, to. I've seen, I've seen people. Do you have a will? I, I personally do not have a will, and I probably don't need one because I don't have any assets or anything that I would have to give out to, yeah. to people <laughs> yet. Yet. Key, key remark there. Um, but I've seen people. But you know, somebody's going to have to access yeah. that big bank account. That's true. Yeah. Bitcoin. Right. Somebody right. still needs you know? to get to <laughs> your to get stuff. To it. <laughs> and you still have, um, what you call it, uh, the health thing, the health. Healthcare surrogate yeah, designation. Yeah, you should still yeah. have that. I believe, Even if I you believe don't. I do. Through, would that be something that you have to physically do yourself, or yeah. is that through your insurance? It's a notary. Mm-mm. Okay, gotcha. You can have it notarized. Just like, it's Terry. giving somebody a power of attorney to oh, make so, Like if I were to go into a coma. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Gotcha. Talk to Terry. So without yep. that, who would be, like, would my mom or my dad? She's your next of kin, but you're over 18, so eh. Yeah. Interesting. It's, you have yeah, to name generally, somebody. Generally, but it's, then you're looking at the situation, the doctor in a hospital 
Yep. So like if my mom and dad like disagreed on what happened, right? Hospitals and nurses and the nurses, the hospital administrators like to have that because they want to know who they're dealing with for their own liability. Right. And you don't want some hospital administrator worrying about, well, can I talk to his mom or his dad Mm. when you're, you know, in in a bad shape? So you get these things lined up, you save everybody lots of grief. Yeah, because. Things happen. Yep. Legs get cut off. Whoa. Do you want the leg yep. cut off? Do you want to live? Right. But until you have a plan, no one knows it. They can't read your mind. And unfortunately, in our our culture, people are so anti-talking about death. However, you are saving your family from so much grief if you help them. Yeah. If Call it's Terry. a little planning now. Yeah. It, it, the Terry, grief what's your is phone a big, number? The grief is a big aspect because I've seen families really... Uh, be destroyed i mean the the and and antagonism in families when they're fighting over who's going to control somebody who's going to get what is is terrible my phone number 224-8623 madiganlawfirm.com and there's stevie What good can drinking do? What good can drinking do? I drink all night. Next day I feel blue. Well, there's a glass on the table. Welcome back. It's Patty Wilson, Patty's Playhouse. We have Terry Madigan from Madigan Law Firm and Angus. And we're going to do our Garnet and Gold, which, you know, if you're around this week, FSU beats... UNC. Golly. Go Knowles. I guess UNC was number 12, so we're very excited. I got my 99 cent Dunkin' Donut coffee. <laughs> Thank you, Dunkin'. Yeah, you get a, I guess you get stuff from McDonald's. You get little goodies now. FSU wins. Winning. Yeah, but I have Is to, that just on the day after the, the game? The day after. Okay. They, I think to, you they get do like it for a football game. They do it for football games, too. They do it. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah. I've been drinking a lot of coffee. Good. Well, it's the whole keto. <laughs> Got to get my Diet Coke. You know, I'm giving up Diet Coke. I'm being healthy. That's awesome. Physical. That's so Jump. Good. Jump. That kind of thing. Jump. So we're going to do our Garden Gold. I'm going to go first real quick because Terry's got to get going. So I'm going to do White Merlot, which I never had. As a realtor, holidays, I'm very blessed. People give us alcohol. Mm-hmm. So they give us wine. The Garnet Gold thing has helped. I get a lot of wine. And White Merlot is a nickname for a rosé-style wine made from Merlot grapes. Just as Zinfandel is Zinfandel grapes. It's a little heavier. It's not as like fizzy feeling as Zinfandel. It's a little, oh, but it's so good. And I like to drink it like lukewarm. I don't like anything super, super duper cold, mm-hmm. but it is really good. And it was just a straight up Sutter Home white Merlot. Never had it before. It didn't give me a headache. Uh, I like it just slightly chilled. It was delicious. It didn't give you a headache, Mm-mm. huh? Wow. No, which dark wine, you know, red wines and nitrates can. Yes. It was delicious. Very cool. It was really good. I, but... I, I'm the opposite there. I, I mean, I'll drink one or two glasses of white wine just to be polite, but after that, it gets, it'll give me a headache. Really? Yeah. I like to be able to see, just just like liquor, I, I want to be able to see it like a dark brown. I don't want any clear stuff. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I, I want to see it so I can pace myself. Bourbon. Merlot has antioxidants and several vitamins that yeah. other grapes don't have. It's so I felt very you. healthy. Well, the, the you know, Cabernet, the, the dark reds, you know. Is that what you like, yeah, though? That's got more of the antioxidants and all of the good stuff. It's, so, so you, you like, can drink it because it, it's healthy. When you walk up to a, 
a wine bar, do you say I want a cab? Um, I don't walk up to a wine bar. <laughs> Saf cab, baby, Saf cab. But if I have to go up to the bar for my wife, well, it'll it'll get a cabernet. Cabernet. Cabernet sauvignon. <laughs> I can't even say it without giggling. Cabernet sauvignon. So sauvignon. Terry sauvignon. is gonna do what I love is bourbon. So what what was your bourbon that you were gonna talk about? I, well, you know, I'm a. I can't call myself a connoisseur, but I, I sample lots of ones. But I like the George Dickel number twelve. George Dickel number yeah. twelve. It, it's a Tennessee whiskey. You know, we call it bourbon, but it's actually a, a Tennessee whiskey. Um, I just like it. You know, it's not a. So is the number twelve? Not, it's not a high end, expensive, but I, I like it. I like Maker's Mark. I like mm. you know uh, Jack Daniels. It's I love always Jameson. reliable. Jameson's my favorite whiskey. Um, they I have a George Dickel number eight too. So is yep. that is that that number eight or number twelve? Is that just how long it's been it, aged? It's, yeah, the years. Gotcha. And, oh, it is. Uh, yeah, gotcha. Very uh, cool. Have you I, ever had the Elijah Craig? I've uh, I, I think I've sampled it. I mean, I've I've seen the label. Mm. Uh, can't really remember particularly. I got a, a colleague of mine. In fact, he's an attorney. It's a uh, same office building I'm at. Is uh, his family's from Kentucky. And whenever he uh, goes up there, like he just did over Christmas, he'll always bring something new back. Nice. What do you bring back? Up? A little uh, jar, a little jar, a little uh, bottle the other day. <laughs> old tub, which old is tub. apparently the uh, the special reserve secret, hard to get blend from uh, the Jim Beam Ooh. family. Very cool. Notice the how he said they a still jar. Own, didn't sell off to <laughs> a jar, a jar like yeah. a jar of <laughs> whiskey. <laughs> it's, it's it's in an official bottle, although I'm not sure about the the. I don't think How big? The, just a little it, one of it? I don't or? recall if it had tax stamps on it or not, but it was in a sealed you know, bottle. Ooh. Interesting. It's uh, a proof yeah. of 80, 86 or 90 is the George wow. Dickel. That's yeah. pretty strong. And it this comes old from, tub is 100. Oh, wow. Yeah. Cascade Hollow, Tennessee. Interesting. What's a Dickel? <laughs> so questions of it. So is it is it good? It tastes good. It's not like burning. Yeah. I've had it's, some that. It, oh. It's a little sharper. Like if you, because I, uh, I just happen to do this. Fairly recently, I, I had a, a glass, I, I, and I don't mix it. I don't like to put Coke or anything with oh. it. Just sip it over ice. Take your time. You don't guzzle it. You don't ju- you know, you don't chug it. Uh, had that, and I really like it, and then had a little Maker's Mark. And, and you really do notice it. Maker's Mark is definitely what you would call smoother, mm-hmm. but I kind of like the little tingle of the, the George Dickel. I mean, either either one are, are good, but there's a difference in the taste. There I mean, definitely is. Definitely and, a difference. and there are some kinds of bourbon that, don't feel as good the next day as, as others i mean <laughs> yeah. I, I, that's I, how much you're sipping yeah i try not to overdo it you know but <laughs> well there's a big difference a there's, a, there's a big difference between uh what what's the williams one uh evan evan williams and I like, know, evan yeah. williams. like like jack daniels you know you, you wake up feeling differently on both of those i do I, I usually get uh ginger ale on the side sometimes and evan just, williams like, is better for the dropper. budget it's better i'll for drop the her it Try. Evan Williams, I like Evan it's Williams. It's better for the budget. It is definitely like better for the budget. You don't remember when I did that? I one? do remember that. I have it in the office. It's fighting a good one with ginger ale. <laughs> I tried it with Diet Coke. I almost threw up. Oh it was my disgusting. What's well, Patty Wilson, Patty's Playhouse? This is our Garnet Gold segment. 850-656-0009. If you have a special one you want us to review, we'll be happy to. We will. <laughs> so go ahead. Talk Aussie. Aussie. Well, go ahead, Angus. So, so I, I do want to put a little disclosure on this. Like Australians dr- drink. They drink a lot. <laughs> they love drinking. Drinking is in every single facet of life. You're like, wake up, you go out, have a coffee, and then you're getting a drink. So it's just drink, 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 drink. Um <laughs> <laughs> they, I know they have beer is a big thing down there, but what do they 
They have their own style of bourbons, and well, they, they just, do. Yeah, and most, I know they got wines. Most definitely, yeah. The Australia, Australian espe- wines, especially yeah, where my grandparents are from, um, there is a huge, huge growing operation actually just up the street. It's called Dinny Goonin. And we, we went and had a tour of the winery. It was very, very cool. Um, but what I'm going to review today is the staple of liquor. And it's called Bundaberg. And it's a rum. So it's made in Bundaberg, Australia. Um, I, I would say that it's definitely a bit of a, a higher quality than a Captain Morgan or something like that. But it's it's a re- relatively – they would view Captain Morgan the same that, that we view their version of that in Bundaberg. Um, so it is a rum, 37% percent it's a dark rum uh it's aged two years so it's they come in 700 mil, uh, milliliter bottles and it's it what was very interesting to me spending time over there and and looking at the prices of alcohol they pay so much more for alcohol than we do in the united states i was absolutely blown away so just for example is it taxes or it's just taxes possible? it's okay, taxes tax. yep so when when i was in the shops uh you know grabbing some beer for christmas or going down to the lake a 24 pack of their equivalent to Budweiser, which would be called Carlton Draft, is their like equivalent to Budweiser. A 24 pack, forty two dollars. Shut up! Not kidding. Not kidding. A f- 24 pack of Bud. Do they just of- not want you to drink, or do they just want to make as much money off? Well, no. They that's well, at least that's what they say is their reasoning behind the high like, taxes, like it, cigarettes. Yeah, but people still drink like. It's not going to for a case or for a six pack. For a twenty four pack, 20, okay. So wow. and, and a twenty four pack of Budweiser, which has an import tax on it as well, fifty three dollars. How much was the Bundaberg? Forty nine dollars for a handle, Did and you that's have and that any- would be like the equivalent of a Jack Daniels handle of thirty dollars here, forty nine dollars. They have there. what looks really good. It's like a Bundaberg mule, Ooh. and it has dark rum, Bundaberg ginger ale, apple liqueur. Lime, cloudy apple juice, which I don't even want to know, and apple to garnish. And they actually, what's really cool about these is is the the barrels that these are aged in or are held in is actually a gum tree. Um, so that is that would be their equivalent of like what we would see of the oak tree here. The gum tree um, is what you would see the eucalyptus coming out of for yeah. um, the gum leaves and whatnot. So it, it's very interesting. That's like where all the koalas they are I all up in the gum trees. And I saw a lot of kangaroos. Lots but of kangaroos. But a koala is not a real bear. We know that now. No, it's Thank not. you, bear lady. <laughs> bear lady. <laughs> Sarah Barrett. Yes, that was fun. That, that was, was a fun. Episode. So you enjoyed, you drink a lot, even if it's $42 a 24-pack. They drink like fish over there. It's it's unbelievable. I mean, So they, isn't this show cool where you can learn all this it stuff? It is. No, it is very cool. A little <laughs> cultural education right here. But not Bundaberg, cultural appropriation. Can you buy Bundaberg education. here? No. Is it too? I don't think so. And it's only thirty seven percent. Yeah, I don't could you th- get it on a cruise ship? Uh, pr- maybe depending on where you are. I don't know. Did you bring any back? I did not. No, because you have to. You have to go through all the declaration process when you come back in the states. And you I pick w- it up at the duty free shop. Well, you can do that. I just didn't. I was like, Ugh. I was tired. I drank way too much over the last two weeks, <laughs> and was just like, I don't want to see any alcohol for a little while here. Does it? Does it, is it a, like a spice rum or is it? Yeah. Does it taste the same? It's a spice rum. Yeah. Does definitely. it taste the same? Um, I personally like it more. It's more of a bolder 
tasting rum than comparative to like Captain Morgan. That would be probably the comparison I would say just price price wise. Uh-huh. Um, but it's definitely more of a bolder taste. You taste the rum a lot more, especially when you're mixing drinks with it. Doesn't Oof. like just taste like Coke or you know whatever you want to put into it. Would it give you a headache? Got some kick to it. Oh, definitely. That, yeah. <laughs> For sure. An upside down kick because in Australia you're upside down. <laughs> amazing how you stay on the earth it is pretty unbelievable <laughs> it is it's patty wilson patty's playhouse thank you for listening thank you terry for being on with us it was a pleasure it was a pleasure give your number again 224-8623 madigan law firm offices tallahassee there you go <laughs> tharp street see you All next right. week have a great week thank you